0: Hope you had a good weekend. Getting ready to uh, transition to February by Thursday this week. And uh, we'll keep you posted. Doesn't look like any major weather issues uh, this week at all, actually. So that's good news.
1: So I've seen this in uh, my life. I have uh, friends who are listening right now who watch their spouses uh, deteriorate uh, from dementia. I um, read this piece over the weekend about Jay Leno. Sad, isn't it, Larry? It is. Uh,
0: obviously, Jay, very well-known and popular. Him and his wife have been together a long time, and she is suffering from dementia.
1: And married more than 40 years, and you got to take control of this. Uh, medical reasons, financial reasons, all sorts of reasons. And he's filing for receivership. The guru and one of my good friends, Elder Law Attorney Julian Gray, sees this a lot. Good morning, brother. How are you?
2: Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good, good. yourselves. Good morning, hey, Julian. Hey,
1: Julian, this is one of those things when I talk to you, we talk about this all the time. Folks need to prepare, do they not, sir?
2: That's correct, Marty. I mean, this is obviously a very tough situation with what's going on with Jay and his wife, but that strikes thousands of people around the country. And, um, and, uh, they need to prepare ahead because as you said, Someone's got to make legal decisions. Someone's got to make medical decisions. And dementia is unfortunately a very long road where sometimes you just don't have the capacity anymore to do it.
0: Yeah. And I'm curious, from a legal standpoint, Julie, where do you draw the line?
2: Well, what's interesting about the Jay Leno case is that, um, that he filed for conservatorship, which in Pennsylvania is called guardianship. And it's when a judge is going to Hand down an order that basically allows Jay, in this case, to to step in the shoes of his wife Mavis's legal affairs and, and medical affairs. But the, dementia, is, as we said, is a long road. You know, you see it coming, and normally people would sign a power of attorney document in advance, as, as Marty mentioned. You know, planning ahead. So something else is going on here to make this a more formal um, type designation with the court, rather than just having her sign a power of attorney. Well,
0: it sounds like. She doesn't realize that it's happening to her. And so those people can say, no, you're not. I'm fine. Right? You probably hear this.
2: Right. You know, and it's interesting, guys, um, and we're seeing it more and more. I've been doing this a long time and yeah. we've always promoted uh, planning ahead, having, you know, having your spouse sign a power of attorney because they're pretty much good forever. Um, and it's really the least restrictive way of, of surrogate decision making. Um, but what the incidences is of, of, you know, all these scams and theft and identity theft and so forth. People are going, I just dealt with a case down in Florida last week on this where someone called and said, you know, my mother continues to be scammed. What can I do to stop these people? And so we're seeing actually an increase in filings for these types of cases to put the world on notice uh, that the person doesn't have capacity anymore. And that's kind of a preemptive move in some cases.
1: So Julian, I'm 12 years older than my wife. Do we wait till I have a major event? Before she does this, I'm in my 60s, or do I do it now? When do you do this sort of thing?
2: Well, we tell people, really, um, as soon as you turn 18, you have the ability to sign a power of attorney. Uh, And you can sign a power of attorney to to anyone, and and it'll be legal for many, many years until you revoke it or, or otherwise don't use it. Um, so, you know, it's always better to plan ahead. You file. You don't have to file the power of attorney in the courthouse if you don't want to, but you can to put people on notice, you know, that it's there. Um, but I really recommend people do this. Uh, we, we have a lot of cases where kids going off to college sign powers of attorney yep. back to their parents. We do that. that
1: with
0: Julian's help. And why would you do that?
2: Well, you just never know when someone is going to have an event, you know, typically like a medical event. Most of the uh, people that we do this for say, you know, well, what happens if my child is is eight hours away at college and they get hurt playing soccer and they're in the emergency room? The doctors may not speak to you because that child is over 18. And, And without the power of attorney, you could have a problem getting medical information and making decisions.
0: Even as parents.
2: That's correct. Once your child's 18. um, We
0: did it for Sophia. We did it. Never even thought about that.
2: That's so so important. Yeah, at any age, it's really important to have those things lined up. But also, you know, like I said with Jay, what's probably going on there? there's something more formal. um, He probably has a more complicated estate matter and there may be tax issues uh, that he wants the court's blessing on to get all these things done. But either way, um, it's important to recognize when that person is losing capacity or has lost capacity that sooner or later someone's going to need to make a medical decision or a legal decision. And you need to get in front of that if you can.
1: Uh, Larry made a great point, and I've got to go back to it. My parents are past, but let's say someone's parents are alive. Let's say mom gets scammed. Does mom have to sign off on me getting power of attorney to control that, stop that?
2: Yes, if a person has legal capacity, Marty, they have to sign the power of attorney to turn over that authority to to an agent, um, whereas the guardianship proceeding uh, can be more of a third party. You know, you go to court, you file a petition. If the person doesn't object to it, and typically if, if their cognitive abilities are compromised, they can't object to it, um, you know, they can have a, an advocate there, obviously their own lawyer. But but really, you know, it's either voluntary or involuntary, but, but sooner or later it's probably going to happen.
0: And if, uh, in the case of a student going away to school who's just turned 18 or 20, uh, how much would it cost to do that? Five hundred. Cost us.
2: <laughs> just well, I, I don't. I never quote fees over the year, but it, let's just put it this way: these types of things are very simple to do. Right, uh, right. You know, and, and so they're, you know, they're just very easy and very simple to do. So, not by the way, it's a brilliant time. idea.
1: Because Larry's right. I didn't think of it. Actually, Julian brought it up. Because we, he, he's had it happen, where these kids go to school, and they don't give you access because your daughter's eighteen. And she's in the hospital. Wow. It's scary, man.
0: Julian, thank you for the heads up. You're the ma'am. My my
2: pleasure, guys. Have a great day.
0: Attorney Julian Gray on the Big Game Morning Show. Got to protect yourself. Something to contemplate. It really is, Larry. Check out Rick Dayton's Drive at 5 every weekday afternoon. Top stories of the day brought to you by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van. I saw our boy Pie.
1: Saturday night, our restaurant. Gerasoli's in Shadyside. He's a trip.
0: He's the best, man. How old is he, Larry? I don't know. 85? Something I don't like that. know. that. He wears this... Uh, Adidas velour... Jogging
1: suit. Sweatsuit. Carries... A little glass of red in the hand. And you get to that restaurant. We had early reservations at 530. Well, we got there at 530. There are no reservations. There was a line out the store and down the block. It was pouring rain, and there were young kids waiting. Teenagers. And you get in there. Kind of reminds me of a New York kind of restaurant, right?
0: Yeah, it has that vibe. It's You go down steps off the street, yep. and there's like a stone walls. Yep. And, you know, it looks like
1: places I've seen in Italy. Wow, great assessment. And the place is packed. <laughs> it is. And the food... I'm serious. It's like your Italian mother made it. I mean, just fantastic. But Pi is the man. He's this charming, engaging, warm. He gives you a hug. He knows your name. And what would he tell us, though? He starts to drink a little glass of wine at 1130 when he gets there and drinks a little glass of wine all day until he leaves about 9 o'clock at night. And that's the truth. He sing songs in the middle of this madness. He's telling me a joke. It's just hysterical. And I'll tell you what I love about it. I said this to the other day and I mean this. I had the same vibe when I saw your food truck, a Yinzer dog. It's this gorgeous food truck, which is fine. Fine. But I walked up in there live actually. And the guy running the place, I knew. In fact, the guy running the grill was married to my cousin. I knew him. That's <laughs> so Pittsburgh, man. You're a
0: half person from everybody.
1: But you feel like family with these people, like you could hug them all. <laughs> it's what I love about this town. what why that restaurant, Girosoli is so cool. You know what I mean? That vibe that we're all just here to take care of each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's should feel
0: good. One of my favorite things is it's cool, man. dinner with friends. Yeah. And
1: not to brag about Larry's little venture, but they have these things. What are those little pierogi things? What are they called? You mean they're they're handmade by Yep. What are they called? A little uh But they're absolutely amazing. Made just for your truck. bites. Yenzer bites. But they're many pierogies. It's fantastic. And my sister Sandy grabs me last night and said We were at dinner at my brother's house. And she said They looked so good, and that that video was so cute. You know why? Because in this town, because it's everyone knows everyone, as funny as that sounds, I walked into that food truck, I swear, I was in the back while they were cooking, and they act like you're their family. It's the same at Gerasoli, right? And as much as you don't like Pittsburgh or don't like certain things about this town, there's something about it, all the cops I know that I see on the streets and the people that give me grief. It's all real, right? And having lived in Los Angeles and Dallas, it doesn't have that vibe. Like you're somehow, some way, no matter where you go. Connected. Connected or in a room with your family, right? And I think it's that connection that we love, I love, all of us love about Gerasoli and them. We're sitting there with this young woman who had had a brain tumor removed. Seriously, big time surgery. And she she's doing? laughing and smiling and raving about this doctor from UPMC, I swear. And I send them a note. And I'm saying, do you know this doctor? Dr. Paul Gardner. So they flew from Charlotte and stayed in Pittsburgh for a month or Charleston. I forget. So that this doctor, Paul Gardner could operate on her brain. And I confirmed he's the best in the world at that surgery. And it's something I mentioned to you this morning, brother. Sometimes we take for granted, right? How quaint Pittsburgh is yet how complex it is with the amazing things that we have in front of us. I think we have a lot of pluses here and when
0: it comes to the medical community, there's nowhere on earth that can match what we have here.
1: Well, this woman who had the surgery, her husband's a renowned surgeon. He ends up in Pittsburgh. You'd be surprised
0: for- how many, as you would call them, big shots fly in here from all over the world. I was told. Oh yeah, they even go to s- secret air strip locations and it's come in. Fascinating, oh yeah, it's man. A big deal. Man. because we got what the world wants when it comes to medical treatment. Yep we'll keep you posted on any breaking news and certainly weather updates doesn't look like you have much concern with the weather this week, unlike the last couple of weeks. So we're good to go. Larry Richard with Marty Griffin, the big K morning show. And every Monday at this time we check in with Brian Caronta from secure money advisors. Brian, good morning.
3: Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Marty. How is everybody?
0: Good, man. Getting ready for the week. And uh, as we get through this week, some things start popping into people's minds, like tax returns and those kind of things. And the question is, uh, do I have to pay state and federal tax on withdrawals from my retirement account? So if somebody wants to make a withdrawal, what is the tax implication of doing that?
3: Yeah, what a great question. Well, first off, you know, people run to different states when they retire because of more favorable tax rates, but believe it or not, Pennsylvania is pretty generous when it comes to taking withdrawals from our retirement accounts. A couple of things you need to know. First off, if you're taking a withdrawal from your IRA account, traditional IRA account, you are going to owe federal income tax on that, but you will not have to pay state taxes on any withdrawals from a traditional IRA. Now, if you're pulling money from a 401k, keep in mind, you're gonna have a mandatory 20% tax withholding. And this is why there's a, a lot of people will recommend that you first roll over your 401k to a self-directed IRA because you have the ability to now control taxes a little bit better within the IRA than you would the 401k. And what so, age should you do that, Brian? You're gonna start looking at doing that at the after the age of 59 and a half. If you try to do anything prior to 59 and a half, the IRS will subject you to an additional ten percent penalty for pulling money out too early.
0: Gotcha. But it's a it's an important conversation to have with an expert like you because a lot of people are unaware of how to navigate these different opportunities to save themselves tax, money, and otherwise.
3: Well, the biggest thing that will cause people, one of the biggest things that will cause people to run out of money is taxes, oh, yeah. uh, uh, compounded on top of inflation. But the reason for a lot of people will get it wrong with taxation is because they'll think to themselves, well, I need an extra $5,000 a month or $10,000 a month for my retirement account, whatever the number is. But they forget to account for taxes. So they have to withdraw a lot more money from their retirement accounts to net the amount of money they need and you've got to work with a professional to figure that out and taxes is a big part of your planning process and I would recommend you get with any good fiduciary firm I don't care if it's secure money advisors or any other good fiduciary firm that can help you put together a plan around taxation because taxation will be a big piece to the puzzle when it comes to putting together a solid retirement plan
1: man this is so spot-on what happens i'm telling, i'm serious brian when i drive through a neighborhood and i'll see a big house uh with the paint peeling gorgeous house and yeah. i'll say i bet you they're retired and i bet you yes. they didn't they didn't take care of their savings and i bet they didn't take care of the taxes this is so common isn't it sir
3: well it is especially in those later years yep. i mean yep. a lot of times you don't see these things start happening marty until maybe your mid-80s so you know your first maybe 10 15 years of retirement you're flying flying through you're having a great time but bam all of a sudden life hits you and you realize whoa wait a second we're coming up a little bit short here and we're within five years of running out of money and i always say to folks look the worst day of retirement is not the day you run out the worst day of retirement is the day you figure you're going to run out of money and there's nothing you can do to stop it
0: on that note, right track Pittsburgh. It's important man.
1: .com. Happy Monday. Amen. <laughs> hey, hey, truth to power, man. You're telling the damn truth. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, a, it's we
3: just want to wake people. We just want to wake people up so they know that this is a big part of the planning process.
1: Because when it's too late, it's too late.
3: <laughs> Nothing you can do about it if it, it's too late. That's right. Nothing you can do it. You can't reverse it. It's
1: really important stuff, and I see it almost every single day. I. I scares the hell out of me hell no one prepares exactly what brian's saying and contact a professional don't be amateur hour about this right brian
3: that's right yes get together with professional this is something you don't want to do it yourself just like i decide i would decide if i had a heart issue i'm not doing my heart surgery myself don't do your, your don't do your financial planning. You can accumulate money on your own, right? If you're working and you're putting money away in a 401k, that's pretty simple. But when you get ready to retire, there's a lot of components that come into it. Income, taxes, investments, health care, estate planning. So get together with a good professional to put together a solid plan.
0: RightTrackPittsburgh.com. Always appreciate you. And we'll talk to you next week, Brian. Have a great week. All right,
3: guys. Have a great week. See you. Bye-bye.
0: Coming up right after the news with Paul Rasmussen, we'll go live to retired Army Colonel Jeff McCausland, get his take on just how tenuous this situation is with the drone attack of one of our air bases or Mm. military bases in Jordan. Uh, In the meantime, we've spent a number of uh, interviews talking about finance we just talked to Brian Corantos oh, yeah, secure love money advisors a lot to contemplate a lot of the times and one of the issues is a national story oh yeah financial infidelity mm-hmm. check this out CBS La Christine Lazar
4: how long have you guys been together
2: uh 11 years 12 years 12 years oops <laughs>
4: Married couple Ted Toussaint and Hillary Reynolds may not be on the same page about everything, but they are when it comes to money. Are you always honest about your finances with your spouse? Yes. Yes, I am actually. We both are. We've had to be really transparent. A new survey reveals that's not the case for many
3: couples. We found that 42% of people who are currently married or living with their romantic partner have kept a financial secret from that person.
4: Ted Rossman from Bankrate says 30% admit spending more than their spouse or partner would approve of. 19% said they have a secret savings account. And 18% acknowledged having a secret credit card. Gen Zers are most likely to commit financial infidelity, followed by more than half of millennials. The numbers are lower for Gen Xers and baby boomers.
3: I think also the fact that people are getting married later is leading people to get more entrenched in their habits, and especially in two-income couples.
4: Rossman says honesty is the best policy.
3: I think you do need to manage money collectively, but you could each carve out a little bit of money from every paycheck that's yours and yours alone, as long as you've agreed on those parameters.
4: Rossman also recommends couples sit down regularly and go over the finances to make sure there are no surprises. Christine Lazar, CBS News, Los Angeles. Well, the survey also found that sometimes people hide money because they want to save it, and they're worried that their spouse or partner will spend it.
1: Can I tell you the truth? Because I'm going to tell you the truth here. You'll, you'll love this. Uh-oh. I heard this. I sent you that note. What was it? 4.30 in the morning. I hide money from my wife to double pay her mortgage to get rid of our debt. I have to hide it. The only two fights, and this is a cliche that we ever had, because she's a wonderful, wonderful woman. Two fights that every couple in America has. And if they tell you they don't fight about it, they're lying to you too. Sex and money. It's a fact. And we have found that we're incredibly successful and blessed. Fine. But at the end of the day, we have completely different. Now, me and you joke about packages that come to the door all the time. It, at some point, what happens in my house is I don't find it funny. And then I say something rude or mean to my wife. And, and I honestly told her that I've hidden money not to buy cocaine or hookers or gamble or go to Vegas to pay off the mortgage. If I'm lying, I'm dying, brother. Isn't it fascinating that this happens to a lot of couples? amazing oh yeah whoo you hiding any money samantha <laughs> 14 bucks oh 13